Hey, welcome back to One More Thing with Tiffany and Anthony. Hey, you said that so professionally. Hey. Alright, tonight we are talking about The Flash, Season 8, Episode 12, Death Rises. I said I'm going to give it a thumbs up and call it a great episode. Okay. Just because they had Metallica's Ride the Lightning in it. That's it. I am going to say I was really kind of enjoying it. Like, I was like, oh, it's like a... Uh, Later on in the episode, Joe mentions blood work. I'm like, this is getting like blood work feels. Like I was like, this is kind of like, you know, creepy. I'm kind of, I think they're, they're hitting on something. And then it turned into, oh, it's another one of those like bad Caitlin stories where like, it's, could they do better with her and like the romance department? Like this is what it turned into. Yeah. Like it reminded me of Gorilla Grodd. I was like, are we doing the Gorilla Grodd thing again? The Zoom thing? Where it's like, why are these guys? That's it. I... <laughs> I was just like this. Why did you take what was a really interesting like villain? Like he felt like a good villain and went, "No, I just want a bride." What? So that's <laughs> you basically uh, said what I was going to say. I like, you know that I thought that they did a really good job with uh, uh, Death Storm for like the majority of it. I was like, he's actually I go, you know, they made him cool. I was like, they made him formidable. I was like, even though I don't like how he was created, I, you know, again, but that's just my thing because I, I enjoy the Blackest Night storyline and that's what I'm always going to go back to. But, you know, for the people that haven't read it and don't know it, this is fine. And they were making it like, it was cool and like kind of, I was like into like the episode. But then it's like, what like, does he want with Caitlyn? What's he going to do to Caitlyn? Right. Oh my God. And I got excited. I was like, oh, he wants to kill her. I was like, cool, yeah. you deserved it after the way she acted. No. But I was like, <laughs> and then it gets into, he wants to make her his bride? What? Because the because again, and then it goes back to that terrible way of how he was created because it was Ronnie's grief or whatever that created him. I guess that means that now he wants her Ronnie's as a bride. love like is it the Ronnie because, like it's Ronnie's love that's making him want her like so it's not even like he right. wants her it's just like it's the Ronnie part of his brain but then so they kept th- telling me no Ronnie is dead so why would he, right why does he want Ronnie's lady why does he want Jesse's girl what, what's what's happening here because Ronnie was a friend and you know he was a good <laughs> friend at that song uh, but lately something's changed <laughs> um yeah it was just like and it went back to, oh, yeah, I hate how Deathstorm was created. That's such a, a lame and just stupid reason the how Deathstorm was created. And you have a cool character. And, and, like, the Flash doesn't understand this sometimes. It's like when you have a cool character, you don't want to then like, bog it down or, or really, like, fuck it up with stupid crap like this. It's like no one cares about... That storm shouldn't have anything to do with brides and love or whatever. And then to add to that, you know, and then to kind of add to that, Caitlin should not be involved in any story with romance anymore. Like, ever. We've gone to this well too many times with her. And it feels like never been good. Yes. And I'm like, you don't know. The well's been empty every time. Why is that her go to storyline? weird romances like stop it it was fine when she went off with marcus and she was having her little like i'm all in and i'm living my life you know 
and they'd be like, they did loca and all that stuff. And now they went, no, 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 we have to have like this weird, dark, creepy death storm. I've come across the stars to make you my storyline. What? Do better by Caitlin. Zoom wanted her. Then she had that weird connection with Gorilla Grodd. And then it was like... Um, we joke about. We know it was a real romance, but we do joke about it. Right. And then it was like, you know, and then it was like, like ooh, alchemy. And like, oh, maybe there was something that was going to go on there. And now it's freaking uh, Death Storm. And it's like, oh my God, none of her romance things have ever been interesting. I don't know why this is the only storyline they have for her. And it really doesn't fit doesn't fit for the storyline or for death storm yeah for the villain character why would you do that i don't even know death storm and i knew that this is this is wasn't working yeah it's like this is so stupid i i oh my god i didn't like it um i and again it's, it's weird because you know when, when we get into it, it's like there were a lot of good things they did with you know death storm and the storyline overall for the first half of the episode yeah before he revealed his like motivations, <laughs> right. it was cool. Be- right, except before he was like, "I just really want to get married." <laughs> he was a lot of limp biscuit, and he was doing it all for the nookie. <laughs> Ever since I was a little death storm, I've dreamed about this moment where I could find my bride and get married. All right, let's get into the episode. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we start. Um, oh, sorry, I want a death storm on ninety day fiance. <laughs> oh, they could do like a crossover with Bridezilla's because you know he would be a Bridezilla. Oh, wow. yeah. Okay, so we start with uh, Death Storm is doing like this voiceover about how the universe was on fire and how it was just, there was this like, perfect inferno against like a cold nothing. And then there's like this apparition life. Like they're setting us up like it's going to be really cool. It's not. Um, (laughs) So we get this montage of like, you know, Caitlin and Ronnie, like them getting married. It's very cute because they were a cute couple. It was her last good love story. It was her only good love story. Exactly. Exactly. Um, So he's like, you know, there's an apparition. It's called life. He's like, I'm here to end life. And he's like, thanks to you, Caitlin, I'm complete. And now I want to return the favor. And then he like lights her like on like blue fire, because like a light blue fire. And she's screaming and Barry's like, oh no. And he comes running in and he like throws lightning at the two of them, but it does nothing against Deathstorm. And Deathstorm just kind of throws some fire at Barry and knocks him out. And he goes, oh, it's not enough. I'll be back. And I, this life of yours will end. Don't, 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 don't like oh this is gonna be why can't he kill her he can kill everyone else this is something that's happening yeah i thought that was dope i was like oh shit he's trying to kill her i'm like good for you death storm I'm like yeah you're <laughs> badass i was like you deserve it caitlin <laughs> i was like all right maybe not death but it was like yeah he's trying to kill her he's all like i hate you i'm gonna destroy everything it's like all right fine i'm down with this okay it's like i can get on board with this i'm like cool Well, then, I mean, at the beginning, it, it was a yep, but yeah, it turned yeah. into a no. <laughs> yeah. Then everyone, like, comes in, like, what's going on? And Barry's like, I don't know what happened. Like, my lightning, like, what was that? My lightning didn't affect whatever that was that was attacking you. And Caitlin's like, oh, like, she's, like, stunned. She's completely out of it. And everyone's like, how are you 
you would burn. You'd be like on fire, but you don't have like any like burn marks. And she's like, oh, by the way, that thing you saw, that's Deathstorm. He was never Ronnie. Ronnie's been dead this whole time. Like Ronnie's death gave him life. And he's like, he's something more, but he's incomplete. And somehow, oh, sorry. Ronnie's death created Deathstorm, like gave him life, but he was incomplete. So he had to use Caitlyn as a way to bring him back and make him like a whole person. And she's all like, oh, by the way, my bad. I'm sorry for not listening to you, Barry. <laughs> I do give her props because she was very upset at this point. She's like, I was wrong. I, I messed up. And but Alec so, was like, oh, oh, bad. Oh uh, no, you were gonna get into it. Yeah, I, I, I was gonna say, go. I give her props, uh, for being like, yeah, no, I fucked up, and and you know, you could tell she was like, yeah, you were right, Barry. I, I, I get pissed at the show because they Barry all give her be- excuses. Yeah, it's like because Allegra immediately jumps in. She's like, oh, don't worry, but anyone would have done like the same thing. Like, you have nothing to apologize. It's like, no, actually, she really fucking does. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, we get it and everything, but still, it's like, I love how it's like, oh, yeah, no worries and everything. And it was like, no, no, like, don't jump in and, like, protect her. Like, yeah, she deserves that. Even though I did, like, they kind of gave Barry, like, Barry had this look like he, you know, it wasn't even like Barry. He's like, like oh, yeah, I told you so. Yeah, I told you so, that. right. It wasn't as sympathetic, like, hey, Caitlin, like, don't, like, don't worry. It was like, yeah, fucking told you. <laughs> Like, if it's been, like, a month and she's still, and they've finished everything, and she's still beating herself up over it, like, yeah, let it go. But it literally just happened. So let her, you know, take some blame because there is blame that's been given to her. Like, they do not, like, try to absolve her of all her guilt. Let her take some, like, you know, hey, I did this. I admit it. I'm not trying to get out of this. Stop trying to get me out of this. That's all. Yes. But like, was like, it's okay. It's fine. And, Ron, and just, Caitlin's like, no, no, he was dead for seven years. Like, Ronnie was dead for seven years, and I try to bring him back. She's like, like, this thing is back because of me. And I was like, thank you, Caitlin. Just admit it. That's all on it. And I was happy she admitted it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're like, well, if they needed, but if they needed Caitlin to bring her back, bring him back, why did it just try to kill her? And they're like, we get to fi- we gotta figure this out. So like their plan is Chester is gonna, of course go to the satellites because that's their go-to check the satellites while they're going to come up a way to um keep caitlin safe and figure out how to send death storm back but they don't have to do it so yeah um so cecile comes in she's all like i'm here to help and she's like by the way barry you know i don't read people's emotions but i can read your emotions i guess <laughs> i'm never not gonna bring that up at the episode about her not reading people's emotions, but she does it all the time. Not right to read people's emotions. I'm doing it right now again. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. She's like, I could feel Barry that you're you're worried and you're hurting very badly. And she's like, he's like, yeah. By the way, Iris has disappeared. <laughs> yeah. She's I like, hate that this storyline is in the middle of Death Storm. I hate that. I, I because I, this I, Iris, I this Iris thing deserves to shine on its own. I don't know why they thought, like, let's do these two major storylines at once. It's like, yeah, you can do separate storylines, but it's like you have a major one and you have a kind of a minor one. But it's like they decided we're going to do two major storylines, like, right at the same time. And it's like, it's like Barry's torn. He has to, do, you know, pick one or the other. I'm like, you should help save the city. But I don't know, his wife might disappear. Like, maybe you should care about that, too. 
Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just yeah. thought it was so. I, I just thought it was really bizarre. I don't like it. But he was like, "Yeah, Iris has disappeared." Oh no! Here comes a Sue. A text from Sue saying she's back. So he goes back to the loft, and <laughs> or, or, or or are they at their loft? Yeah, they're at their loft. It they just looked different are. for some reason. I just, I, I just love the timing of like he tells us the deal. He's like, Iris is missing. Text. She's back. Never mind. <laughs> like that's all. I shouldn't have told you. So he goes to like hug Iris. She's like, No, 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 no! Don't touch me. Last person to touch me was Renee, and I disappeared her. And you know, the but what about like you know when Tanya like you know attacked you, like it made you disappear? She's like, No, no, no! Actually. <laughs> It was my time sickness. It pulled her into the still forest at the moment that Tenya was trying to disappear her. I was like, no, don't take away Tenya's cool moment from her. <laughs> yeah, I and, like obviously they just needed a, a reason to have her back. Like, and they, again, it's they don't want to actually think of anything cool or or whatnot. So they were just like, yeah, okay, uh, no, actually, it was her. Our time sickness saved her, and it was like, oh, okay, sure. Like, I had a cool villain moment, and now it's not even a cool villain moment. I mean, Tanya, again, went back to Nunya. She had Nunya cool moments. Nunya. So, so, okay, so, great. Penny didn't do anything. It was the time force, the the time sickness, the still force. It was the blah, blah, blah. She's safe. Barry's like, I'm going to hug you anyway. I'm not scared. And he's telling her, like, he's telling... Iris tells him how when she goes into the still force, it's supposed to be a place of all time. Like she could see past, present, and future. But when she was in it, she couldn't see the future anymore. She could only see her past. And she's like, what if I don't have a future anymore? And Barry's like, you do, you do. You have a future with me. And I was like, oh, wow. So that's what she's been going to this whole time? I wish they told us that a long time ago. Yeah, that was news to us. Like, I didn't know that. So she goes to the still force which I guess is kind of Dion because he's a still force and she can see the past, present, and future. So she can see all past or she can only see hers. Is this a power? Does she remember these things? Like what you, you've told us this, this sounds really cool. I mean, again, remember when we were saying they were making stuff up as they go along? I feel like that's what they just like, they just realized this. They were like, oh, let's do this, where she can see, like, the past, present, and future, you know? Because they, I feel like they just decided that. It was like, oh, okay, but then you kind of have to go back and, you know, let us know, I don't know, like, details? Oh, it would been kind of cool. You know this. I was like, okay, so that's what she does when she disappears. Right. All right. So... They sit around, Iris and Barry and Sue are like just kind of chilling out, waiting for Dion to show up because they're like, usually they make appointments, but if she concentrates, she can like call him to her. And so like, they're just going to wait. And while they're waiting, um, Barry gets an order from Kramer because Deathstorm is like all over the place. Like right before the scene, we see a quick shot where there's an old man who's just waiting at a bus stop, with some flowers, and Deathstorm kills him. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot, Caitlin. Um, oh, so I mean, he's like <laughs> throughout the entire episode, like every person that died or or whatever, I was like, 
No, Caitlin, are you, you going to feel guilty about that? Like, are we going to even mention how this is all Caitlin's fault? No? Uh, all right. Yeah. Like, we will tell you it's okay because she loved Ronnie. So, yeah. I'm just saying, remember the crap for like a half a year that Cisco gave to Barry because Dante died in this timeline? Yeah. It's. And that wasn't even legit his fault. It was just like, oh, it just kind of happened. Yeah, it's like, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, one person, like when a person or a character like fucks up and it's like, you know, all right, maybe something happened, but it's not even like something like that huge. It's like sometimes these characters get like shit on for like how long. It's like, even you look at Nash and everything, like they sh- totally shit yes. on Nash, you know. Oh, we've had a lot of complaints about that from the yes. crossover from um, Crisis. Right. And they're like, oh, you fucked up because you did this and everything. And, and you can say that, you know what, Nash fucked up, but he, he, but he fucked up for a reason. Like, there was a reason behind it. Yeah. I go, you know, you know it's like everyone, because everyone's going to go, oh, well, Kate, she loved Ronnie and that's what made her do it. It's like, well, everyone has motivations. Everyone has a reason why they're doing it. And to them, it's, it's justified or, or, you know, you can kind of understand their reasons. But if you're going to give him all that crap and all that grief for, you know, fucking up, it's like, why are we not giving Caitlyn that who literally people are getting burned and incinerated alive and death storms causing all this grief and it's all Caitlyn's fault. She had multiple warnings. Nash had no real warnings, you know? Yes. Yeah, Nash was warned. Nash wasn't warned. Nash was just like, I'm doing my thing. I'm looking for stuff. I opened this door. There was nothing trying to warn me to stop me. Everyone was trying to warn Caitlyn, slow down. Don't do this. And she did it. Right. Yeah, it, 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 again, it, I, I think it's kind of, you know, ridiculous because it's like, oh, they're giving her an out. And it's like, but, you know, everyone had their reason. It's like, you know, like I was saying before, everyone has a reason to do what they're doing. Everyone technically has a justification, even if it turns out to be wrong. So, if, but if you're going to give Nash and, you know, all that grief and all that shit for what, for what happened and other characters have gone through, you know, shit, Barry's gone, been given a lot of shit by people for his fuck ups, even though he technically had you know a reason you know it's like why aren't we doing it for caitlin like it's like this dude's causing this destruction people are literally dying and it's just like well, yeah okay well whatever not caitlin's fault it's like what yeah the fact that they were absolving her like right away as soon as it happened really bothered me all right so but the fact uh, that she so, doesn't feel more like i want her to feel more like torn up about this not just like oh it's not ronnie we need to stop this thing like I wanted more from her of like, holy shit, like people are dying. Families are now being destroyed because of my selfishness, my dumb decision. And I feel like we haven't gotten enough of that. Maybe in another episode. Maybe. Maybe. So Barry gets some alert from Kramer and he's like, I don't want to go. And she's, I was like, you got to go. Don't forget Death Storm. I'm like, yeah, he can't just hang out with his wife. He's actually the superhero of the show. So he has to go take his death storm so while he leaves sue's like i'm gonna order a five course meal as a distraction while we wait so okay they're gonna do that next yeah uh we at ccpd and like all the cops are getting these calls about like death storm attacks like cause everyone's like oh he stole my some skeleton stole my wife or oh like my you know dad was killed like a lot of people are getting killed caitlin um and yep. joe <laughs> I'm just saying, Joe and, and Barry as the Flash, because he's in his Flash costume, are telling Kramer, like, guess what? Things are going to get worse. Because Krober, my favorite cop, who has a name, 
comes in and she's like, here's some more attacks and victims and this dude sightings, things are going crazy. And they're telling Krober about, sorry, Kramer, not Krober. Name these names. Kramer <laughs> about how Deathstorm is feeding off of grief and we don't know how to fight this, which is exactly what you want to hear. And Kramer is like freaked out because they don't know how to stop him and he could turn up anywhere. And she's like, Joe, how were you able to deal with this before? And Joe's like, eh, it was scary, but I always had a friend to watch my back, just like you do now. The, the friend is Barry, the Flash, that, that guy. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. I was like, wait, who? Yeah. <laughs> and Barry's like, well, you know what? Everyone has a weakness, and I'm sure this dude has one, too. We just have to figure it out. <laughs> Barry yes, just Really? Barry looked like he was doing that thing where it's like, don't worry, we got this and everything. Like, we faced this before. And then he goes back to like Star Labs. He's like, oh shit, we're fucked. I don't know how to fix this. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what to do. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so he's like, what we're going to do is I'm going to search a city for real. Not like when I go get coffee, I'm going to actually search a city for Jeff Storm. <laughs> And Joe's going to stay and help Kramer put together some kind of protocol to help keep all the officers, you know, safe while they're doing this. And Joe's like, Kramer, you need to have some faith. The Flash will find a way to save the city while we're locking it down. So let's go tell the officers what to do. And they're like, okay, officers, everyone get together. The city is not safe for people who are grieving. So if you had any bad news, don't go outside. <laughs> That's basically it. <laughs> Get off the streets, man. <laughs> Got bad news? Stay off the streets. So they're like, they're working with the Flash and his team. And it's like, basically, we're just going to try to like keep everyone out of the, the Death Storm's way. Like, if you see him, call it in and get inside. Let uh, Team Flash, like, go after Death Storm. Because basically, you know, they can't do jack to him. And so they're going to put up a perimeter around the city. They're going to put a lockdown. It's going down. Get in a bunker. And if I lived in uh, Central City, I would have a bunker. Cause, I mean, at this point, they just have to be, like, used to it. Oh, something's happened again. Some weirdo, I guess. <laughs> oh, some evil entities uh, destroying the city. All right, let's get in the bunker. Everyone in the bunker. They should have bunkers. All right, so we're back with Team Flash, and they, again, they don't know where Deathstorm is. They're like, he shows up, he feeds, he disappears. He's not a ghost because he's now like, thanks, Caitlin, flesh and blood. He's hiding somewhere. And Cecile's like, well, what's going on? And they're like, well, when he was flames, they could track him, but now that he's like a person that walks around, basically, they can't. And Caitlin and Frost are going to be, like, in the speed lab, because I guess that's a safe place. And Cecile's like, you know, she's, you could tell that even though she looks fine inside, she's really shaken up. Like, you know, like, you could feel it. And Barry's like, oh, you know what? You can hide emotions, but you can't, you can't get rid of them. We won't have to use these satellites to search for Deathstorm. We could use Cecile and her powers to search for Deathstorm because so, yeah my thing was i mean and, and that's cool like you know 
that's fine but it's like barry wasn't your whole thing like last week was you didn't want to use caitlin as bait like that was your the thing he was really you know against it was keeping caitlin in the speed lab to be safe that's not bait that's they gotta hide her out somewhere no but like oh using uh cecile to look for death star right sorry i meant frost Remember? In, oh, that's uh, oh, yeah, yeah. When it's like Frost wanted to be used as bait, and everyone was like to get Death Storm, and everyone was like, "Ah, cool." Or, or the Black Flame when before they knew it was mm-hmm. Death Storm. Um, so they were like, "Oh, we need to get his Black Flame," and Frost was like, "Oh, use me." And Barry was like, "No, I don't like doing that. Like, that's not cool." And it's like, "Yeah, we were behind Barry. We understood what Barry was saying." And now this week he's like, "Caitlin, uh, Cecile, yeah, we can use your uh, abilities to." basically tracking like get that storm it's like oh, all right things have changed now okay i was like all right at least give it like a couple weeks before barry changes his mind it's like it was like one week it's like the very next week he was like yeah no, no I'm, I'm cool with this now he's like look i was proven right from last week so now i'll just do whatever <laughs> i mean, was that's justified for not trying to bring back this flame thing, so. Barry, Barry just thinks he's on a house, fucking right about everything. So the plan is, because Deathstorm absorbs grief, which is demotion, they can use Cecile's empath powers and kind of sync them up with the Star Labs scientific thingy, and they can and track her, track those emotions. Allegra's like, oh, is this going to be kind of risky? And... Chester says, you know, tapping into a pool of emotions that large could overwhelm Cecile. And Cecile's like, I don't care. He's killed a lot of people. I was like, thank you for caring about the dead people, Cecile. Thank you. I mean, right. You know, you know who should have said that? <laughs> <laughs> like Cecile. That's, more that should have been. I was like, if you just think about it, that, that should have been uh, a red flag to uh, Caitlin. The whole like, oh, when it was, she thought it was Ronnie's, the Black Flames was killing all these people that were connected to her. It's like, he didn't know he was, he was still killing people. That should have been like a bad sign. Like, maybe we shouldn't help him. Yeah. Like, that would make sense, right? But, oh, no, I'm sorry. That, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, the power of love is all that matters. Yeah. And don't forget, even, and when he went after um, Chester, he was messing with his head. Not just like, I just showed up and like, voom, killed you. He showed up as his father and was haunting him. But that's because that wasn't, like Ronnie was there, but Ronnie didn't know what he was doing. That okay, you got to remember that. That that was Caitlin and uh, Frost's whole thing. Ronnie didn't know what he was doing. He yeah. and it was like, oh wait, so Ronnie is separate from this entity. Ronnie is this entity. Of course, they never explained that. You know, it was like it was like, oh, sometimes he's separate from the entity. Sometimes he is the entity. But guess what? Turns out he ain't even fucking alive, Caitlin. Oh, all right, back you to the episode. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> So I like to see because I needed it. Caitlin is in the, the speed lab and she is punishing herself for like going rogue and letting, you know, Deathstorm free. She's like, you know, basically like, you know, like, what's that? Self flagger. Ah, she's punishing herself about like, I shouldn't I, have done I, this. I can't even say that word. So I wasn't even going to try. Yeah, it's like, I shouldn't have done this. I was wrong, blah, blah. And Frost is, Frost is like, no, no, no. Like, it wasn't like, you know, Deathstorm manipulated you. It's not your fault. Blah, blah, blah. Like if you he used your memory of your husband. I was like, ah. Like, you don't have to like pile it on. 
You also don't have to like give her a get out of jail free card. You know? Yeah, that, that's the thing. It's kind of like, yeah, I, I get why Caitlin did what she did and she got overcome with her emotions and, and whatnot. But the fact that everyone is just going bending over backwards to just be like, no, 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 you don't need like, don't beat yourself up about this, about anything. It's not your fault. It's like, no, no, no. She should beat herself up about a lot of shit. People are dying and shit's going on because of her dumb decisions. It's still, it is still her fault. Right. I'm glad. Like, yes. I'm glad yeah. she feels it. Like I'm glad that she understands what she's, what, you know, she did to a certain extent. It's more like, it's more like she's sorry for the team, but she doesn't seem to, care enough about the dead people but whatever you know it's like at least she does care but it's like the fact that everyone is bending over backwards to forgive her and absolve her is what's so annoying she does say that the city is paying for her mistakes it's like yes they are and they have a whole thing about like oh uh, she's lost Ronnie all over again and Frost is like yeah but he's gonna always be a part of you and that's okay blah blah basically it's okay we yeah, go to Sue, back to Sue and Iris. We're still waiting for Dion. He's not showed up. Like Sue's reading a romance novel. Iris is taking a nap. Dion finally shows up. And she's like, hey, my headaches are getting worse. And she's like, and Tanya, he's like, I know what happened to Tanya's mom. Because according to Sue, he could see the past, present, future. Like the whole thing where when Iris says she's in still force. He's like, but actually, I couldn't. I can't see the future anymore. I only know what happened to Tanya's mom because it became a part of the past, which is weird because that's not how it usually works for him. And they're like, oh no, the time sickness is spreading into this still force, and that's why it took him so long to get to them. Because usually he just shows right up. Now, like it's infecting everything, and he's like, oh god, like he's getting sick too. And he's like, once I get better, whatever that means, I'll look for Tanya's mom I guess he could find her okay I know I I I, I don't know anything about the storyline I don't know they keep making things up. like no one explains how they know stuff no one explains anything that makes sense they just keep saying stuff and I feel like the show for the for this storyline the show is just going trust us go with it go with it whatever they say go with it because none of it makes sense none of it's been explained it's like it changes every week and it's like okay i guess if, if they say they could do this sure or right, why not i was like okay so he can find her later once he gets better whatever that means oh sure time sickness how do you get cool fine i guess like it's a lot of me going i guess yeah it's just it's a lot of let's not explain anything fully but also just go with it and I do. So, but the storyline feels so like out, like watching the Death Storm stuff and the whole thing with Caitlyn and and you know uh, Barry and Frost and, and that whole thing. And then when they when they cut to the the Iris scenes and the Sue scenes about like the time stuff, it just feels so out of place. Like why why is this their story? Remember when we got? I hate to say the beginning of the whole Mirror Monarch, where it was about you know iris doing like investigative stuff bring that back i like that yeah. part of iris right it's like exactly it's like i mean it's weird that they have two major storylines going on at the same time but because uh you know they, they can't focus on one they keep trying to do both but it's like you're not even doing the storyline 
the way you should because you just be, I mean, I don't know, is it just me or or has most of the storylines been Iris and Sue just hanging out and sitting there? Yes. Yes, there's a lot of like let's just sit in the room. Okay. Let's sit in the room with you. All right, let's sit in the room. Like it's a lot of that. Yeah, it's like one or two scenes of oh something happens, you know, oh Tanya and the mom Oh, here comes Dion. But it's mostly just Iris and Sue sitting in a room talking and looking scared and nervous. And I'm like, this isn't good. Sorry with the whole like she's got she's got her media mobile thing happening. And maybe there'll be like the drama with like the war between Allegra and that other like reporter. And it went, no, we're just going to completely drop her like work. Yep. <laughs> it's like. I feel like you have a good storyline here. You're just not doing anything with it. Dion says, I can see everyone else's futures except for you as Iris. That's weird. So they have to figure out how to slow this down so that Iris doesn't like disappear again. Because if she does, it might be for good. And if she does disappear, like they got to find a figure out a way so that uh, they can find her. And he's like, oh, I'll just put a tracker in you. And he puts like a track in her. And he's like, I've got this tracker on you, but I need—I still need, need you to stay here in the loft and try to anchor yourself to the present. And then all of a sudden, oh no, his head feels funny. My head feels funny. <laughs> yeah, he goes, oh no, and he collapses and disappears in green lights. We've done lost Dion. Does that mean we have but, to get the other two to come in? Because I don't want that. Here's, but even even that scene was was so typical of this whole storyline. He goes, hey, maybe I could use that tracker thing like you had to to track Tanya, and I could put it in Iris. And Iris goes, can you do that? He goes, oh, let's find out again. Wait, <laughs> like, why is this whole storyline of people going, I have no idea. Let's just find out. Oh, look, it worked, I guess. It's like, first of all, it was ridiculous. It's like, wait a minute. You're, you, you're going to use the tracker that Sue had to, find, to put in Iris? It's like, oh, okay, fine, comic books. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with that, I guess. And then it was like, does it work? And he's like, oh, I don't know. Let's find out. That's this whole storyline. Oh, I don't know. Let's find out. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, let's just see if it works. It's like, what? Everything's on the fly with this with this storyline. And the fact that the fact that everything they're doing everything on the fly, and the fact that it always keeps working is a miracle. I don't know how it's happening. I don't know how. Let's do this Good thing that we've never done before. Oh, look, it worked. Okay, sure. <laughs> uh okay so he has now disappeared like oh no okay we'll we'll find you later on <laughs> pretty much yeah so back at the star labs they have hooked cecile into like jeff storm tracker 2000 <laughs> and they tell her to look for like large pockets of grief and that should lead barry to death storm they turn it on, it starts to work, but the signal that they find leads them actually right back to Star Labs. And the lights go out, and Cecile like opens her eyes, and her eyes are black, and it's actually Death Storm. He's now talking to Cecile. He's like, you're not going to find me until I'm ready. And Barry's like, shut, shut it down, shut it all down. And Death Storm's like, no, 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 me and her are one. And Barry's like, you stay away. He tries to like, threaten her, threaten him, and Death Storm's like, don't borrow with your threats. You can't stop me. The only way Amy can survive is to give you Caitlyn. And they're like, no, we're not going to give you Caitlyn. And he's like, I could taste like little bits of grief on the wall. And they're like, no, no, no. We've, 
we faced our grief. You can't scare us. And he's like, ah, now there's always, always some grief left behind, which is why you can't stop me. You know, and he's like, you can't stop me. I'm out. And he leaves. He leaves Cecile and Cecile wakes up. She's like, oh, my God, it was awful. It was horrible. He like overwhelmed me. Like, he's never going to stop up. He's never going to stop without getting Caitlin. We're screwed. So I like the scene. I thought the scene was really well done. Um, again, I, I like the whole death storm aspect of it, his personality or whatever. I like the fact that Barry was like, oh, we'll stop you. Like, you know, we know how to do this. And he's like, nah, I don't think you will. There's always a little bit of grief. I want him to be like, I could taste it. Oh, nom, 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 nom. But he didn't do that. That's fine. <laughs> but it was like, I like the back and forth. I like the whole, just like the tension of the scene. I was like, oh, this is like, Barry being Barry, but then Death Storm's like, nah, nah, I got this. And it's like, so I enjoyed that. Yeah, and I like that it wasn't like a Barry that, you know, oh no. Like he Yes, exactly. Too often they have Barry kind of like have this moment where he like gets all like overwhelmed. They can't face up against like the big bad and like why? Get get it together, Barry. But this time Barry's like, no, screw you. I ain't scared of no ghost. Like he's you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly he went straight on ghostbusters yeah so i kind of like that part but i also like it was like uh i'm not i'm not blood work i'm not the blood works last one that scared him i'm not devoe i'm not whoever i'm death storm I, yeah i love the fact that death storm is just like i ain't all those others he's like i'm i'm greater than those and i like that barry was like oh no like well like you said like he stepped up he was like he wasn't like oh do he was like no fuck this he's like i've stopped a ton of shit before i'll stop you and that's someone was like all right yeah you, you try that yeah we'll goes. see yeah all right now allegra's just kind of walking through the halls and up pops esperanza ultraviolet so by the end of this episode i went back to this scene and it had me thinking one thing what I was like, they got the actress back just for that one scene. <laughs> it, it, it was fun, I guess, because they're going back and forth. Allegra is like, I don't believe in ghosts. Thanks, <laughs> Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> she, she doesn't believe in ghosts. And I know that's not you. I know it's not my cousin. I know you're like here to try to scare me for your little ghost boss, bitch, whatever. And she's like, I'm like, I'm going to post up on you. And I like when Esperanza's like, careful, cousin. Your Juvie pass is showing. I'm like, good for you, Allegra. Thank you for remembering that you do have a Juvie pass. I think you forgot that. I think you got a little soft. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Again, thought the scene was really cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Because they both like throw their powers at each other and they knock each other out. And as this, go, as this is going on, the others get like the readings about the blast and they're like, what was that? And like, oh no, it's Allegra. So he goes in there. And at this point, she's alone, but you can see where her power like hit the wall, and there's a hole. And I'm like, that's coming out of your pay. Um, yeah. And she's like, like, oh, look out! That thing was here. It was here in the form of my cousin. Like I knew it wasn't her, but when I fired at it, it fired back. Like it used its her power on me. Like why is it trying to haunt me? I like the fact that they were like, you know, it was like shit like it, the thing's like corporeal like it can actually you know hurt us it's not just like you know chester's dad that was like ooh, uh you know in his head or whatever yeah you know 
back in the loft, Iris and Sue are like, they don't know what's going on. Like, now that the time sickness isn't just infecting her, it's messing with time, it's fracturing time. And Sue tries to like, I love that Sue was like, let me take your mind off it. I once crashed a royal wedding. I bought a castle. This is whatever. And she's like, yeah, okay, this is not working after all. Okay, now time for a Sue story. Got it. I did appreciate and, that. Yeah. And Iris is like, I'm running out of time. Like, this is weird because when you're married to a speedster, you have the ability to like live an entire day in like a second. Right? Like, I'm used to thinking I had like all the time in the world. Like, I took it all for granted. She's like, I thought I had so much time with like me and Barry and our kids. Like, now I have no future. And so it's like, uh uh uh, you are Iris West Allen. You're a badass. The world isn't done with you yet. You need to get up on, like, you know, just get your shit together, Iris. You can do it. Sue believes in you. Like, it was a whole, like, you know, rallying cry. <laughs> it was like, I wanted Sue to have, like, a, a, a like a coach's suit and, like, a track suit and, like, a whistle and be like, you can do it. I believe in you. She was Motivation. Um, so, as she's, like, you know, get it together, Iris, again, her head hurts. Uh, and she starts like physically like flickering in and out and Sue's like you know like remember what Dion said like you know like concentrate stay here like you know fight fight for your kids fight for Barry like okay you don't see your future but you need to stay for their future you know you know like anchor yourself to them write a new future starting now like come on you could do this and Iris like stabilizes I really like this Iris and Sue dynamic I hope they keep this so, up. So, you know, despite everything, you know, I just said, it's like Sue and Iris just sitting around not doing much. Um, I agree. It's like the chemistry and the, the dynamic of Sue and Iris are, is actually like really good. It's like, oh yeah, that makes, it actually works. It's like, I, I like this. Because when I'm like, I'm looking at like, who's on like four female friends on the show, like uh, Allegra works for her. She can't be like her friend, really. She works for her. She's a subordinate. Cecile is like her stepmom. So, like, we don't, you know, whatever. And Caitlin is Barry's friend. So, yeah. I kind of like this Sue thing. Like, yeah, let's, or, or, or she could be besties with Kramer. No, uh, so I like the Sue thing. Let's keep the Sue thing. <laughs> it's and like, because <laughs> I, I, I kind of feel like, uh, uh, oof, so many names. Um, Iris had a little bit of that with um oof, man this is gonna be interesting if i can remember camilla? her name thank you yes cisco's uh, girlfriend camilla i feel like mm -hmm. they were starting to kind of have a little bit of that and i was like oh good iris needs a friend of her own um and then you know they left so i liked and i feel like the sue thing makes even more sense i like that it's a way to keep sue around because i thought oh once they got rid of ralph we'll never see sue again I'm like oh sue could be here to hang out with her bestie i like that Right. And I like the, right. And I like, and, and you know, like I said, I go, I, at the beginning of the storyline, I was like, oh, they're not really doing much with Sue. And I, and, and mm -hmm. I was like, you know, she's just there. Um, but, and, and I didn't feel like they had to do like action scenes or turn her into Black Widow Sue all the time in order for mm -hmm. her to, to, you know, be cool or justified on the show. It's just like do more with her. So the fact that she's like, you know, helping Iris out and she's there for Iris and she's like, kind of you know making taking care of iris you know it's like oh i like that like she's doing more and it also gives her character like more layers yeah i like that i like it a lot i like it a lot <laughs> uh, so back at 
for our labs. Barry is, he's moping in a lounge. <laughs> and he, Joe's he, like, I'm he, here. He mopes very well. He's a good moper. Yeah. And Joe's like, I'm here for a pep talk. He's like, you look just like Kramer. We both don't know what to do now. And he's like, well, our best shot was to, using the grief to track down Deathstorm. Like, what are we going to do now? And Joe goes his whole, like, thing about, like, uh, a long time ago, I met someone who's as unprepared as it gets. He was young, experienced, and he was, like, thrust into this whole new world that was sink or swim. And then he starts, like, listing all the people that Barry had to, like, face off against. So like, you know, you didn't see him coming. DeVoe, Zoom, Cicada. Cicada? Cicada. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you really want John Cicada to be a villain on The Flash, don't you? I do. Bring back. Um, or and blood work. So he goes through all the names. I'm like, yeah, bring back blood work. Still hoping blood work comes back somehow. Uh, he's like, yeah, you, you, he's gone against all these hard people. Like he didn't see him coming, but guess what? Like Elton John says, you're still standing. Barry's like, how can we stop this thing from going after Caitlin if we don't even know why she's the target? And Joe's like, you know what? You can do all the planning, get all the resources, all the weapons, but Nothing can prepare against something like this. All you have to do is just be who you already are. Someone who fights no matter what the odds are. You'll get it together. Like he says, do what you do best. Just run into the unknown and trust yourself. You'll figure it out. That's not helpful, actually, Joe. I think he, I think he knows that eventually he'll figure it out. He doesn't know how to figure it out. So I feel like that was Joe's thing. He was just like... You're going to figure it out. Like eventually, whatever it is, whether it's going to be someone telling you, whether it's going to be you realizing something or, or, or uh, Deathstorm making a mistake. Like I think Joe's whole thing was eventually you're going to figure it out. Like something will come up to help you figure it out. So it's like, I don't have an issue with what he was saying. It's just, I don't know. It's like, I, w- I don't want to say I'm tired of these speeches, but I'm tired of I them. I am tired of them. It's generic. It's very, very yes. Generic. And if you're gonna do it, like at least like end it with something cool, like him turning the camera go and going, and that's another uh, session of Joe knows. Exactly. It's like knowing it's half the battle. Gee, I just, like what is this? It's, you told him nothing. You told yeah. him absolutely nothing. It's like it's like lip service now. Like oh, I guess you'll get it because you're the guy that does the thing. Yeah. I'm just tired of yeah. I'm just tired of the speeches. It's like I'm just tired of like here's when I sit down and I comfort you by giving you my Joe No speech. And it's like, can we not do that? Can we take a break from that? Because it's just becoming generic. And they and you know, like you said, like and they keep getting like lamer and lamer and like just uh, got the word that I'm I'm looking for, but it's just more shallow. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like his speeches used to before would like say something where he goes, oh, I've got an idea from that. There's always like something that would like lead to an idea. This leads to nothing. Just run into the unknown. That doesn't lead to anything. That doesn't help him. Like sometimes he would say something like, oh, you're fighting against the muffin, man. Well, you know, if it gets too hot, the muffins will burn. And he'd be like, oh, we could do this. Like there was nothing there. There was nothing right there to grasp onto. Besides, yeah, they become right. His speeches, you'll figure very, it out. <laughs> very hollow. That's the word I was looking for. Yes, yeah. Trust yourself. What? 
like I get what he was saying. Like, you know, because I thought, you know, at first I thought you were like, I didn't understand what he was trying to say. I was like, oh, I get what he was saying. It's just, it was really hollow. I was like, oh, no, wait, that's what you were saying. Yeah. There's nothing to it. There's yeah. nothing to it. All right. So back in the speed lab, it's just Frost and Caitlin. And there's like, oh, no, there's a weird feeling. Like, there's weird music, there's noises, and they're like looking around. And it's Deathstorm. He's there. He knocks out Caitlin. I mean, Frost. And he tells Caitlin, now your time ends. And she screams, ah! And, <laughs> sorry, this made me laugh so hard. Chester goes, Barry, somehow Deathstorm got in here and took Caitlin. Somehow, <laughs> somehow, stop acting like this place is a fortress. Stop it. Stop it. This is not the Fortress of Solitude. Even that's just kind of an open cave anybody can walk into. <laughs> I know. Why were they so surprised? Why was this like, I don't know how, but I know you won't believe this, but he somehow got, well, of course he'll believe. Everyone believes it. We've seen this show for eight years. Everyone breaks in. It's not even like, oh, and then like, you know, we upgraded our protocols. Like, you know, like, oh, we are in shutdown. We are locked down. Even though Joe kind of walked in too. We are, no one can get in or out of here. Lester Barrett have to phase through. No, I'm pretty sure the door is wide open. He just walked in. I'm waiting for a scene when Barry and they're, you know, something's happening and they're on comms and, and they're doing this whole thing. And Barry's like, we need to figure out. And then he just stops and goes, where did that little kid come from? And it's just some kid like eating an ice cream cone, like sitting down going, oh, I just walked in. My mom had to use the bathroom. My mom, yeah, exactly. My mom's using the bathroom. So I'm just chilling here right now. It's like, that's how easy it is to get into Star Labs. So how he got in here. Get out of here. Get out of here. How did how did the how did the, the powerful entity somehow get into the worst uh, secure place in the history of mankind? Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, so I need them to stop acting. Be like, oh my god, how did they get in here? Everybody gets in here. It's the easiest place to ever crack it to, you know, break into. But, so he got in. He took Caitlin. Frost is like in the speed lab, very upset. He took Caitlin. Caitlin still had her phone on her, so they tracked her GPS. And like, we have to figure out where she is before she before he disappears to wherever he goes to. And so Barry's out running. He's like, I see them, but he's like, too high up. And because Barry can only like run, like follow him by running up on the buildings, and the buildings aren't tall enough because I guess they don't have a lot of skyscrapers. And also, he just gets he can fly, so he's going higher and higher. And He's like, oh, what can I do? What can I do? We could do some science. Because that's basically science. what he's like. Like, we could do flash science. He's like, hey, those new boots you got me, they can redirect energy sources, right? And they boom, 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 boom. They'd say, oh, he could do something with the kinetic energy from when he runs. And Chester's like, yeah, we could do that. And he says something about like a running into a brick wall what and he goes oh, oh my god you're gonna do what i think you're gonna do and he's getting all excited I'm like what's he gonna do he's like Barry's like it's time to ride the lightning and they play metallica's ride the lightning flash before and- my eyes now it's time to die Go ahead. burning <laughs> in my brain i can feel pain okay go ahead so Barry runs up a building and he gets enough speed and he starts throwing lightning in front of him, which he uses to like kind of like jump. He jumps from like little pockets of lightning and he's following 
uh, Death Storm and Caitlin as they're flying and he's just kind of like hop skipping across the lightning after them. <laughs> and he's close. He gets very close to them as Death Storm opens a portal and he almost hits Death Storm's leg, but they disappear in the portal and it's too late. They are gone. Now, normally I give Barry crap because I'm like, fastest man alive and he never seems to catch anyone or get to someplace <laughs> on time. But this is like, this is running, but this is air lightning jumping. I, I give Barry a pass on this. He's doing a lot. He's doing a lot. He's doing oh, a lot. Good for, yeah. good for you, Barry. But he never did it before, so. Exactly. He should have stopped it when it was him. over. Even though he didn't get her, he should have been like, but, huh? How cool is that? Look how close uh-huh. I got. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I am awesome. Is my wife Thanks still for- here? <laughs> exactly. Thanks for uh, uh, plumping up the Metallica on Spotify, Chester. And he's like, yeah, no problem there. <laughs> and then they they do some air guitar and they hang out we go to a concert oh we gotta do this first okay uh all right <laughs> but when so, it's over definitely definitely going to concert. so death storm and caitlin stop and they drop in at a, a fairgrounds and he immediately starts killing people to take their grief into him and caitlin's like if you're gonna kill me just kill me already and this is when the story takes a turn for the worse because he's wow. like, I'm not, I am not here to kill you. I traveled across the stars to find you so you can end my loneliness because his loneliness was killing him. He's <laughs> like, I'm. <laughs> they did. They turned, they turned Death Story into Britney fucking Spears. My loneliness. I want him to start singing that. <laughs> and he goes, and doing the dance. And then he puts the school uniform on and pigtails. He's like, kill them, baby, one more time. And as he kills more people. Oh, my God. How funny would it be if, like, the fire and the flames around him turn into, like, fire pigtails while he's killing the people? <laughs> it would help the story. It would have made it better than what they got. He's like, I want you to be my bride. Mary. Why? <laughs> Why? Surprise proposal. Um. So he starts to burn her again, and that's when Chester says, "Hey, Barry, burn her Caitlin's with back this." On- <laughs> He's like, "Chester's like Barry, Caitlin's back on the satellites. Get over to the fairgrounds." And he gets there, and it's just a bunch of dead bodies and Caitlin's, and her eyes are like glowing blue, and she's like, "He said I wasn't ready." Uh, okay, so. I don't I obviously don't like the whole like I want you to be my bride. But do you feel like this is a trap? Oh, like he wants her something like, oh, I want you to be my bride because then if you're my bride, I get more power from you or something like that. Yeah. Or like I'm hoping <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to come up with anything where it's not just because he's like, and my loneliness. Thanks. I'm Death Storm. I'm a huge evil entity, but I'm lonely. Um like, so dude, I- just get on Tinder. Seriously, it's like, plus, I don't know, just tell a girl and everything, I'll burn you to death if you don't be my wife. I'm sure she'll do it. <laughs> Where are we going on the first date? Exactly. It's like, I'm hoping there's just something like more to this. It's like, I need you as my bride because then I can then use you for something greater instead of just I'm lonely. Or I don't know, maybe he like implanted or implanted, I don't know if that's the word, but maybe sure, um, Caitlin with something and she's now like a ticking time bomb. Oh, an incubator. 
Mm. Oh, sunlight. Yeah. It's just something cooler and something that's just more interesting. Nope. It's this. (laughs) (laughs) They get her back to Star Labs and she's like, my, she tells them like what's going on with her. Like her vitals are elevated. Her blood pressure is lower. Her body temperatures are lower. Her con her cells are like in a constant state of regenesis. She's like, I'm not aging the way I'm supposed to. She's like, it's basically, it's making her stronger. Like, why is it making her stronger? And then she gets like this like pain inside of her. And Cecile's like, you have a massive amount of grief inside you, like enough for like a whole family. And Barry's like, well, there were four like more dead people when I got to the fairgrounds. And like, well, why do the black flames like, you know, do all this? And she's like, I think the flames are changing me and she tells him about how he wants to meet he came all this way to meet her because he saw a picture thought she was cute and <laughs> baby i traveled <laughs> the galaxy in different dimensions to find you and you're like the transformation wasn't complete like she's not ready to be his bride and go wherever he's from <laughs> and like whatever he's like he was never trying to kill her. Like, whatever he's doing to her is prepare her to, like, go there. He's using the grief to change her. So he's going to need more grief because she's not ready. So he's going to kill again. And Frost is like, whatever we got to do, let's go get him instead of waiting for him to come after Caitlin. And then Caitlin is like, my head starts hurting. And they're like, you know what? We're going to end this. Barry's like, we're a team Flash, but we're actually a family. No one hurts this family. So sure. he and yeah, so he and Allegra go off to like kind of like try to regroup, but like they don't have a plan, but now they know something about uh Deathstorm that can help them. He's like, I now know where he goes when he disappears. He's like, when I saw inside the portal, it looked just like Chester's singularity. From before when he joined the team. Remember when he opened like the black hole? <laughs> he got uh-huh. stuck inside one. He's like, he's not going, like he's not hiding out. He's jumping into, he's jumping back and forth between dimensions. And then Barry's like, I think I know what happened. So we have to have this whole thing about like, when Ronnie's grief traveled through the singularity, it created Deathstorm. But he was trapped there far, far across the stars. And he's been trying to get to Caitlin ever since so that's why it took him seven years he was like he's been searching for her this whole time he was just too far away it took a long time to get here <laughs> that's all sure <laughs> sure so this gives Chester an article an idea he's like oh trans-dimensional particles he's like now that we know that the uh, the powers are from like out of this world we can use something cosmic. He's like, we're going to use the MAC, the Mental Augmentation Chamber, which is what they use to help save Chester. When he got out of the black hole, it absorbed all the black hole energy. So, and because black holes are composed of these transdimensional particles, if they can adjust the MAC, uh, it can, instead of absorbing that energy, it can emit the energy. So they're basically going to fight fire with fire <laughs> this is a lot so he's like okay so but it's not easy because you have to turn it into like either a shield or a portable cannon something that they can move with and they would need someone to 
a person's contain on energy. And Frost is like, I volunteer as tribute. She's like, I know you need an anti-death storm to take him down. And she's like, well, you're both, both of your powers are based on cold fusion. You'd be the key. And then Barry, Barry says, this is too dangerous. Like, we can't do this. And Frost is like, I was created, again, to keep Caitlyn safe. I was born for this. Time to kill this SOB. So I got the last part, but yeah, mm-hmm. I'm glad you explained it because I was like, ah, I don't science technical stuff, sure, but mm-hmm. that's what happened. <laughs> and that's what they're going to do and use it for. And Frost is going to be the, uh, yeah. She'll be the, it's uh, because the bodyguard. Like, after la- the last and episode, that- I was waiting for you to say the bodyguard. <laughs> uh, after that episode with, you know, her mom, and she's like, you were more than just created for Caitlyn. You you have a life. And I was like, oh, no, I'm just here for Caitlyn. I don't like this. I feel like we're going backwards. Um, Yeah, here's the thing. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, it's both. You know, I, I it, she was created to protect Caitlyn, and I feel like she's always going to have that um, instinct, that desire to, to protect her sister. Um, I didn't like, I agree. I don't like the fact that she said, like, that's what I'm created for. And it's like, oh, no, it should be. That's like, all I'm good for. Like, what? right. You should want to you'd be like, oh, I know I'm here for more, but she's also my sister and I love her and I want to protect her. Not like that. I mean, I know they thought it sounded cool, but it's like, that's probably why they did it. Yeah. They're like, I don't like that. But it's like, I don't like it. Yeah. So our final scene is. Sue and Iris are still sleeping because they're like, oh, I guess we could hang out and take a nap. When Iris hears like this weird sound, like a hissing sound, and she gets up and she's looking around and she's like, what's going on? And then we look and there's Eddie. Eddie Thawne's back. And he's like, oh, it's so good to see you, Iris. What the fuck? Indeed. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Um, I don't know. I don't know anything that's going on with any of these storylines. <laughs> well, I guess we'll see what's going to happen in the next episode. With that. So right. I was like, oh, good for them bringing Eddie back twice in a season. I like the fact that Eddie, Eddie's back. And yeah, that, that's cool. Um, I mean, yeah, again, there's there's some good to not feeling like you can predict what's going to happen but at the same time it's like i really it does feel like they're just making it up as they go along it's like i have no freaking clue where any of this is going a lot of ghost stuff here like you know like the idea that death storm Storm was a ghost and then we we chester was haunted by his dad esperanza showed up eddie's back it's a lot of ghosty like ghost stories yeah it's like oh we're bringing back like your worst memories or painful memories in ghost slash maybe real life corporeal form who knows yeah because of uh, esperanza that attacked allegra so yeah yeah hmm. so it's like okay uh yeah I, there's some sense of going okay i don't know where you're going with this but then i didn't know where you were going with the black planes and then you went death storm and i was like oh and then i was like oh okay but maybe maybe you're pulling it out of out of the fire ah, get it um and <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna turn into something good oh it's it's a caitlin story uh, so i don't know if i have the you know i don't know if my hope i mean i know what my hope is i don't know if i believe that they're gonna turn this timeline sickness storyline into anything good though 
I want to believe, but I doubt it. Because as we've seen, I don't think they know what they're doing half the time. <laughs> yeah. And again, I feel like they, I always feel like they set you up for like, oh, this could be cool. And they just can't ever stick the landing. I was thinking that they cannot stick the landing ever. It's just, it's so frustrating. And it's like, that's why I'm like, oh, I don't know where you're going with this. It could be cool, but let's be honest. We all know where it's probably going to end up. It's like, I'm trying to ride, like, you know, just go along with the ride and, you know, right. enjoy the journey, even though I know the destination's not going to be great. Exactly. Why? That was a flash. <laughs> Why? Why can't let's like just like give me something good? <laughs> give me something good, damn it! Oh, something good. <laughs> like, give me a full and complete good storyline. I don't want like stuff that's like, oh, this could be good. Oh, you set this up nice. Oh, and here's the disappointment. Okay, thanks. Well, it wouldn't be the Flash. I can't. I, I feel like you know that. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. As I say, I'm gonna be like Joe. I'm just gonna <laughs> be very generic and bland and hollow with my opinion. It could be good. Sorry. I mean, maybe... It will have an ending. It this will, story have, will have an ending. I have faith that this story will have an ending. Um, yeah, and it's sad because I feel like first couple seasons of the flash actually gave us the most part satisfying conclusions um yes. but I, I, and i feel like that started to really drop off for me personally everyone has their own uh opinion but i go for me personally in the savitar season it was like oh this could be something cool and then i feel like they really dropped the ball on who savitar was and the whole reason behind mm. it and that then was, it was the like, first big disappointment really yeah because then it went to fifth season and uh john sakata and <laughs> and cicada uh, and again and i i mean i love the nora stuff like nora was my favorite part of that season but the cicada stuff was like oh first half this is really interesting this is really cool he's a cool villain i don't think uh chris klein does a great job playing him but the, the villain itself is cool and then the second half with gracie and that whole nonsense again it was a disappointing ending you know, I go, uh, so I feel like ever since the the fourth season, every season that's gone on, it's like, oh, with the exception of the seventh season, that was just all crap. <laughs> um, it's like they've, <laughs> give, they've given you stuff that made you go, oh, this could be really good. Oh, this seems like this could be really cool. Oh, I'm excited about it. And then, again, never stick the landing. They always seem to kind of drop the ball. I'm like, ah, oh, stop doing that, Flash. Like, come on, just stick one freaking landing. <laughs> you think it, I have a kind of a theory I'm trying to figure out if it's tied into when they stopped giving us like a good HR Wells like when the Wells started getting like way too quirky and funny right versus Harry mm. I think Harry was the best Wells and oh, then yeah. it just kind of went down and then once they killed off the Wells completely you saw what happened yeah it is seven. weird it is weird how like that's followed along with the kind of how yeah how the stories have gotten like i'll say progressively worse but how they've gotten a little progressively worse and how they keep dropping the ball on stuff and it does kind of 
correlate with the 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 wells is kind of going downhill from there so that was a flash yeah yes um i am disappointed that for an episode that started out like oh this is kind of interesting what's going on what is what is he trying to do to her even when you thought he was like what uh that's what i'm trying to do to caitlin like even when it's like he was clearly not trying to kill her but he was doing something to her if it just been like oh like you said maybe he's like implanting something in her like he's putting like i needed you for something else like i gotta get you more prepared because then i can take you into me and i could be like a whole real life boy i would that i'd rather that had been the end of the story versus i saw you from like across the stars and i had to have you what because I'm still technically Ronnie's grief and Ronnie loved you so somehow that makes sense and that's what you want in a storyline with the death storm and you know a huge evil entity you want a love story sure Taylor deserves a better story too than just yet another weird villain love interest that's not actual a love interest yeah yeah exactly and and yeah and again you're right on the episode because it's like it was one of those that first half of the episode I was like oh I feel like they might be saving this they might be you know you know again <laughs> the pun intended pull out of the flames and actually making something of it and then it just turned into that and I was like oh fuck <laughs> like haha tricked you you thought it was gonna <laughs> be something else <laughs> they fall for it every time <laughs> I see the right way ha 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 So this has been one more thing. I've been Tiffany. I've been Anthony. Oh, one more thing. You fall for it every time. Seriously. <laughs>